0: Welcome to the Reaching the World Bible Church podcast. This is Pastor Henry and Ella Looney. I pray is that you enjoy the word for today. It's time to exercise your authority, part two. What What'd you say, Pastor Henry? It's time to exercise your authority, and this is part two of that. So it's time that we exercise authority that authority. Exercise means we want to develop it. We want to grow it. And God has given us authority and we have that in his name. When he, when Jesus left, he told us that he left us, the, the, his disciples then, but also us, his disciples now, his name and his empowerment but it's up to us to grow in that empowerment and one of the things that we talked about and i'm not going to go back and reteach the entire lesson of of last time because you remember i said we were going to lay a foundation and we started laying this foundation of uh on this teaching and uh brother hagen wrote a book entitled the authority of the believer and a lot of the teaching that uh I'm giving you is coming from that and things that I've learned over the years in practice in exercising my authority and coming to a greater understanding of who I am in Christ and so I want to continue to lay that foundation today and uh, we, I know this teaching and maybe, maybe one more or however the Holy Spirit leads us it's, it's so important for us to understand that word authority We talked about last week, the difference, the biblical difference in power, having power and having authority. And I'll define that in just a moment. But we highlighted this message in this series of teaching. We we say this about it. Authority belongs to us, whether we realize it or not. And the fact is, most Christians don't realize what authority they do have. But just knowing that you have authority isn't enough. What do you mean? If I, It's not enough for me just to know. Because you can know something and not use it and it won't do you any good. It's knowledge acted upon that brings result. Look at your neighbor, matter of fact. You need to say this to them. Look them cool in the browns or blues or greens of their eyes and repeat this after me. It is the knowledge... That you know about authority, that you act upon, that will bring results in your life. Say it one more time. It's, it, it's knowledge acted upon that brings results. Amen. We have to act upon what we know for it to work in our lives. The more of the knowledge of God's word that we know and that we act upon and that we become a doer of, the greater we're going to walk in the empowerment and the graces and the mercy of God, the abilities of God. I, I encourage you, and again, I remind you also that our reading through the Bible uh, format is on the, on the uh, four-year your. Uh, information center out in the foyer and uh, if you didn't get one last week they're out there get one we want to encourage you to be reading through the bible with us this year and the more the word that we know the more we're going to walk in the empowerment of that so that is the same plan that we have the last couple of years been reading through it's a good plan it'll help you the more words you have the more empowerment you have But really, the more ability you have to operate and exercise in that authority that you have. Amen. So important. And I I encourage you in this study, but probably for the next month, as many times as you can, read the book of Ephesians, chapter one, two and three. These are prayers. These are anointed prayers that Paul wrote about to the church at Ephesus, to the disciples at Ephesus. But because they're spirit-given, spirit-anointed, they're not only for, for that time, but they're for this time now too as well. And they'll work for us. So Ephesians 1, 2, and 3, read those prayers Pray those prayers for yourself. Remember, we said last time that uh, Brother Hagin did this. I've done it myself. Put yourself in that where it says you. You put your name. I put Henry in it. Henry will do this. Henry will pray this prayer. Henry will bow his knee. Henry will do this. And this is for me. Put yourselves in it. And you can pray for yourself, but you can also pray for others with this prayer. We're gonna. Our main text comes from chapter one and chapter three, and we're gonna read that to you. And then uh, again, I'm not gonna go back and reteach. I'm just gonna remind you of a few things. And then we're gonna hook up and 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 establish a little further foundational truths, because the Bible says the truth will make or set you free. How many know that's true? Absolutely. But as we said in our uh, Uh, highlight the truth will make you free but it only will make you free not only if you know it but if you do the truth to be a doer of the word act upon that truth that's the only way it will work for you to the full in Ephesians 1 starting at verse 16 it says this cease not to give thanks for you Making mention to you in my prayers that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation and a knowledge of him, God. The eyes, listen to this, this is so important. Why does that happen? That wisdom and revelation, why do we need that? So, the eyes of your Henry or whatever your name is, understanding, being enlightened, illuminated, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints and what is the exceeding greatness in verse 19 of his power to usward who believe do you believe exceeding greatness is yours but you got to act upon what the word says because you believe according to the working of his mighty power which he wrought in christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places we're going to get back to that in a moment in ephesians chapter 3 starting at verse 14, it says this, For this cause I bow my knees unto the Father. Now when you pray, you don't always have to bow your knees. You can pray standing up. You can pray, uh, you can pray working on a job. You can pray wherever you are. And, and nobody can, I mean you can pray, when we pray we say, but you can say so low where nobody can hear you, but God. But when you pray, Whether you by your knees or you, whether you, wherever, whatever position you're in, verse fifteen says, "For whom every family in heaven and and on earth is named, that He would grant you according to the riches of His glory, that ye you may be strengthened." How many want more strength? With power. Through the spirit of the inward man. Verse 17 says this. That Christ may dwell in your hearts. Through faith. To the end that ye. Being rooted and grounded in love. Always a key. To us walking in the power. Is to be walking in love. May be, may be strong to apprehend. With all the saints. What is the breadth. And length. And height and depth, and to know the love of Christ, which passes knowledge, that ye may be filled unto all the fullness of God. How many will be filled with all the fullness of God? I know I do, amen. And we define that word, authority. Most of the time we think we know, have known what authority is, but it's so much more than what we have known. And it's a simple definition that we gave you. What is authority? Authority is delegated power. That means authority that you have has been delegated or given unto you. As a Christian, as a believer, God has dealt to you, every believer, the measure of faith. We understand that. But he also, when we became a believer, has given us authority. And, you know, we kind of, we gave you the prophecy that Brother Hagin gave out when he originally uh, taught this message. And one of the things that happened, Brother Hagen took those first three chapters in Ephesians, and he said, when he was pastoring the last church that he was in, and I don't know if y'all have ever noticed, but I have a Bible over there and I haven't done it like he did, but I probably need to. He said he opened up his Bible and he laid it down on the, uh, the, the steps of, of the sanctuary. They had a one room sanctuary, a one room church at that time. And he said he read that those three chapters, those prayers he read probably over a thousand times in the six month period. Did you hear me? He read that over a thousand times. He prayed those prayers over a thousand times in a six month period. And he said after that six month period, his life changed totally. Because he received the spirit of revelation. Things he said, he went to his wife and told her, he said, what have I been preaching? Because he got so much revelation from just reading those prayers. That. He realized. You can't walk in the supernatural as a Christian without the spirit of wisdom and revelation. To this degree. But we haven't known that. And it it took that for him to get that understanding. And he said that. Revelation started occurring, occurring, and he said two years later that, that uh, wisdom started coming, uh, supernatural wisdom started coming in life. He started seeing, uh, having visions. Jesus appeared unto him, I think it was uh, nine times in his life, and spoke different things, and one of the things he spoke to him was about authority. Pastor, I don't believe Jesus appeared to him. Well, if you don't believe Jesus can't appear to you, he'll never appear to you then. He had never appeared to me, but he has spoken to my heart. And I've seen and developed that even reading these passages myself and just praying these prayers, I've developed some level of walking in that authority because of that. Brother Hagin prophesied this, and we, we read it to you, and I'll read it to you one more time before we move into and hook up where we left out last time. He said, power on earth invested in the name of Jesus Christ and obtained by him, overcoming the enemy, listen to this, belongs to the church. Therefore, exercise that authority for it belongs to you on the earth. And in this life, you shall reign by Christ Jesus. The authority of the name of Jesus is yours. For now, in this life. But you have to be determined to exercise it. If you're going to walk in a greater authority, and you know we taught and, and go back and, if you didn't hear, if, those, if you didn't hear that teaching last week, go back and listen. It's embedded. Go back and listen to it again. Because uh, it'll help you to, to hook up where we're, where we're starting right now. When you start realizing that I have the same authority and the same power, empowerment, and ability that Jesus had when he walked on this earth, it'll change your world. It'll change the world around you. It'll change how you operate. And you will know not only whose you are, but you'll really know who you are and what you can do in Christ. You know, I gave you the example, and we showed you uh, that police officer standing up holding his hand. You know, you'll see that on the screen in just a moment. That police officer standing up. That police officer, when he holds up his screen, you see that car stop there? That police officer doesn't have the power in his own flesh to hold that car back. But he does have the authority. He's got delegated authority from, that, from the state of Alabama or, or uh, whoever, whatever state that he's operating in, to operate and everybody recognize that, that authority. And when, when that police officer, whether it be on the street here, when he raises up his hand, you stop. Why? Because you know he's got the authority. He hasn't had a literal strength to stop cars. He couldn't even stop one car. Two-ton car, he couldn't stop that one. But he does have the authority because he's backed by the state. He's backed by higher authority that delegated it to him. And as Christians, y'all listen to me. As believers, you and I, we have the authority from heaven. Because God's authority is the highest authority there is. To speak to mountains and they'll move. To call, to speak to our bodies and call it heal. To speak to the devil and tell him he must flee. And you know what? The devil recognizes that authority. Because he gets out of here. Pastor, I know he did that with Jesus. But he'll do that with the body of Christ. You and me. We talked about that the last time. All of us are members in particular. Jesus is the head, but we're the body. The head can't do anything without the body, even on this earth. Pastor, did you say Jesus can't do anything? On this earth, he's given his authority to the body, the church. That's you and I. What are you doing with your authority? Matter of fact, look at your neighbor and say, what are you doing? (laughs) <laughs> right now prayer you you realize it, that you have authority to walk in health healing peace that you can speak to your knee and call it whole and well that you can speak to that soul back and say behold be well that you can speak to whatever disease process that's trying to attack you and say cease and desist in the name of jesus remember we gave you the example Those are storms in our life. Jesus spoke to the natural storm. And the disciples panicked. Jesus was asleep. You know, Jesus, uh, you know, I didn't say this last time, but Jesus already had told them we're going to get in the boat and we're going to go to the other side. Jesus put his word out there. That should have been enough for those disciples. He had just fed 5,000 men and probably 5,000, 5 or 10 more thousand women and children there with two fishes and a couple of barley loaves of bread. And when Jesus said we're going to the other side, the disciples all to knew we were going to the other side. But when that storm came, it was a bad storm because they were familiar with storms because they were fishermen. But it must have been really bad. They got scared. Amen. Look at the name said says. They got scared. I do too sometimes. Amen. <laughs> Pastor Ellen talked about those inadequacies and those limits that, that we can have in the natural. But thank God, with the authority in the name of Jesus, there is no limits. They woke Jesus up. Jesus spoke to the storm. He said, peace be still, and the wind ceased. You and I can do the exact same thing. Not only to natural storms, but the storms in our life. Again, I'm laying some foundation. I want you to see this. Uh, Brother Hagin, before I move on to this first point that I want to make, I can remember, and I thought about this, when he was teaching us on this, he he gave us an example that... um, smith wigglesworth had given him in the teaching and given all of us in the book that he wrote entitled ever increasing faith we used to have that one copy copy that in our bookstore we're gonna to have to get it back again but in that book uh see smith wigglesworth was a 20th century uh evangelist a uh, faith teacher uh of that time and he lived in uh england and he uh was in a city there in London and he was living in, in a house and he was getting out to uh, to catch a bus there and this lady came out next door and he was watching the lady and she came out and a little bitty dog, I guess it was a little, little you know, like a chihuahua, chihuahua dog or a little small dog and came out and, and the lady came out and she was coming out evidently to catch the bus too and uh, Mr. Mr. W- Brother Wigglesworth was watching her and, and the little dog rubbed up against her le- uh, leg. and You know uh, you could tell the lady loved, loved the dog, he said, because she said, Baby, honey, you got to go back to the house now. And the dog didn't pay any attention to her. Uh, he just continued to rub up against her and she, was, she continued to go in and she looked down at it. and she said, Honey, you got to go back. and Go back in the house now. Go back. Go back. And the dog just kept r- r- rubbing on her and then... All of a sudden, the bus started coming, coming uh, uh, along, and a lady stomped her feet and said, yeah! And that dog took off, tail, tail between his legs and ran back into the house. And, 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 and Brother Wilkinsworth said before he could even realize it, he hollered out, That's the way you got to treat the devil! That dog recognized her authority before, when she was just petting him, see, a lot of times we pet little stuff. You know, we're hurting in the area, we'll pet it instead of exercising our authority. I'm healed, holding well, and standing on it. When she said, when she stomped her feet, get. Brother Wilkerson said, he, he, he just, because the faith rose up in him, too, when he said, that's the way we got to treat the devil. You got to tell the devil to get when he attacks you when he tries, he'll recognize that authority of who you are in Christ. And, you know, we've all been on edges of that at times. But God wants us to live that way. And we can if we know who we are in Christ. Again, we're just laying a little foundation. Man, when I remember back, back, back again, I can remember... When Christopher was born, I, I, did, I don't even know if I went back over that again. When, when, when he was born and, 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 and the doctors came and told us and gave us, saying, you know, he may have this, he may have that, you know, far as for, for that. And faith rose up on the inside of us. Because we had heard some word. We, we had been in Bible school. And we had, some wor- we had heard some word about standing on, on the promises of God. Standing on the faith of God. trusting him. And a doctor came up to me and said, did I see you praying in the spirit? And I said, he, he was, he was a, 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 a doctor. I think if I remember, and I do remember correctly, I remember he was, he was a doctor and he was, he seemed to be from, uh, have African descent, you know, because I could tell by his, his, uh, uh, tone of his voice and how he sound. He said, did I, brother, did I see you praying in the spirit? I said, I don't know, because <laughs> I didn't realize I, I was. But I said, I probably was. He said, my colleagues are going to come and give you the, the, all the scenarios of what will go wrong and what, what will be bad and what, what can happen, what, and they're going to do that. He said, but brother, thank God we know who the great physician is, don't we? I said, yes, brother. You know that was God. Hadn't someone at the time there for us. Because the great physician has authority, but we have to exercise it. Look at his name and say, you can exercise that authority. The choice is yours. You know, there's so such a, so much that we need to know in this area. One of the things that uh, as I was looking and again, just laying a foundation today and I I see we're not going to get as far as I thought we were going to get, but uh, one of the things that uh, helped me and will help you to know your authority is to know where you're seated. Topic one today, seated with Christ. You and I, as Christians, as believers, when Jesus paid the price, went to hell, took the authority that the first Adam had sold out and took that authority away from him and the power of the Holy Spirit raised him from the dead and seated him at the right hand of the Father in heavenly places. Positionally, you and I, when we confess him as our Lord and as our Savior, our position is with him, seated, At the right hand of the Father. Jesus is seated immediately to the right, but we're seated with him, the Bible says, in heavenly places. The right hand of the king is the position of the right seat or the right hand of any king on earth is the seat of authority. That's where Jesus is, yes, but you and I are seated with him in that position of authority right now we're seated right here those of us here where you're seated in the pew in regional world bible church but your position is that in authority in heaven and you can exercise that authority that same authority that Jesus used pastor how you know that because the word says it in Matthew 28 verse 18 again just laying a little foundation you getting some things out of this today I'm taking my time intentionally. I'm stopping and drinking a little water so I can slow myself down. (laughs) Because I get excited about this and I I run through it. But I want you to see this. Because your whole world is going to change within the next few months. It may take you less than six months. Time has been next It took Brother Hagin six months for revelations and wisdom and walking in the fullness of the Spirit occur. It may take you less time than that. In Matthew 28, verse 18, are you there? It says this, you'll see it on the screen. And Jesus came and spoke unto them, saying, all power is given unto me in heaven and in earth. Now, we talked about when we see the word power in the Bible, there's biblically a difference in power we saw that with the with the uh policeman and authority that word actually should have been translated authority we see in uh the niv of this same verse it does say that it says then jesus this is matthew 28 18 in the in the uh uh, new in the niv it says then jesus came to them and said all authority in heaven And on earth has been given to me. Jesus came and spoken to them saying all this authority is given unto me in heaven and earth. But you know what? He gave that authority to the church. The body of Christ. Look at your name and say, I'm the church. I'm a part of the body of Christ. All authority. The fullness of the spirit has been given to me. And I'm just bad enough to walk in that power. That word bad, we know means good. (laughs) You got to realize the devil, what the devil meant for bad, he's God that's turned around for the good for those of us that love him pastor how do you know that the power of god has been given to the church because he told us he told us there again i want to remind you of what ephesians 1 said said we're not going to stop at verse 20 we're going to read a few more verses but i want you to listen with that new authority that new eyes being enlightened have been opened that you can see now i'm gonna read this and then we're just gonna stop because my time is gone Man, this time went by so fast, I I can't believe it. But Ephesians 1, verse 18 says, The eyes of your understanding, being enlightened, that you may know what is the hope of his calling and what the riches of of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, that's us, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to us who believe. His authority to us who believe according to working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places. He set Jesus at his right hand that position of authority. But notice what verse 21 says. Far above all principalities and powers and mights and dominions and every name that is named. Not only in this world, but also in that which is to come. Not only now, in this world, in 2023, but in all time to come throughout eternity, God has given us authority to exercise. We're just going to need to exercise this authority on this earth. Now, because there ain't not going to be any devils in heaven. A lot of folks think, well, as soon as I get to heaven, I'm really gonna be powerful. God wants you to exercise your authority now. Because now is when you need it. Look at look at your name and say, you need that authority right now, girl, or man, or whatever you look at. You need to start exercising that right now. Them devils that have been bothering you, tell them to get. <laughs> get away from you. They'll listen because they recognize authority. Notice what verse 22 says. And has put... This is some good stuff here. I wish I had time to teach this. <laughs> I'll do it next week. i can hook back up. Verse 22. And hath put all things under his feet. Oh, that's Jesus' feet. There ain't no feet in your head. Jesus is the head. When he said put things under his feet, he was talking about the body. The body of Christ. You and I are the hands. You and I are the feet. He's put all things under our feet. Because we're the body of Christ. And gave him to be the head of all things. To who? To the church. Oh, you don't see him. Now there it is. <laughs> That's verse 23. Let me read it again. And has put all things under his feet. And gave him to be the head. Of all things. That authority. To the church. To us. Which is his body. And then notice he added. The fullness of him. That filleth all in all. He's given us. The authority. Now. To speak to devils. To tell them to get. To speak to sickness, to speak to pros, to uh, uh, to 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 the enemy trying to steal your prosperity. Tell him to get get out of your bank account. Call your bank account full of money. Call your check bigger. Call the money in. Well, how God gonna bring it in? I don't know. How he want to? You willing to receive? Are you willing to believe and receive what God will give you? In the fullness, we haven't, but we are now. Look at name say, I'm getting this now. This is mine, and I have it now. In the name of Jesus. Praise God. I'm going to stop, y'all. I could get going a little bit, but my time is gone. I could preach another hour or two. Would that be? No, I won't do that. I'll stop. Some of you, your faith sunk when I said that. No, no. <laughs> no, we're we'll going to stop. Uh, but I, I ain't fin. I'm not finished. We're going to continue. I mean, we want to hear a little bit more about this? Uh, amen. It's some good stuff. I tell you, uh, We had not got them in yet, but we're going to go ahead and place an order for the believer's authority, the authority of the believer, so you can get this book where I got a lot of this teaching. But some of it, as you can see, I, I I got to experience myself by exercising that authority, by learning, by reading Ephesians 1, 2, and 3. We're seated with him in heavenly places. That's where we are. We are the body of Christ, heirs and joint heirs with him. And we can walk in the fullness of his power. And his authority just like our head if the head goes somewhere let me say it like this if your head goes somewhere does your body go to if it doesn't you got a serious problem anywhere your anything that your head does your body is doing matter of fact your head if you're walking in the wisdom and empowerment and the grace and obedience of God, when, when the head tells you to do something, that's when you do it. That may have been a problem for some of you, reading. You haven't been walking in that full authority because the head has told you to do some things that you refuse to do. Look at neighbor's say, I hope he ain't talking about you now. Amen. Amen. I thought he was finished preaching. I am. I am. I, I went to meddling there just a little bit at the end. <laughs> Y'all ready to pray? For those of you at home. The first step is making Jesus the Lord of your life. And it's simple. By confessing with your mouth and believing in your heart that Jesus paid that price for you. That he gave you that authority in the name of Jesus. If you never prayed this prayer, I want to ask everyone in this room. Normally I ask, you know, if you never made Jesus Lord of your life, raise your hand. Or if you did and you, you need to come back, raise your hand. But now I'm just going to ask all of us to do that right now. Because we all need to walk in a greater level of this authority, don't we? And so we're going to make this confession. I want you to repeat these words after me. And those of you at home to repeat this with me. And let's just join our faith together. Repeat this. Father God, right now, I confess with my mouth. I believe in my heart that you died for me. That you paid the price so that I could have life. And life more abundantly. Thank you Lord. For forgiving me of my sins. And cleansing me. Of all unrighteousness. Thank you Lord. For giving me the authority. To operate in. Right now. On earth. I'm saved. I'm a brand new creature. In Christ. Old things have passed away. Are Behold, Behold, I'm brand new. I'm brand new. Amen. Amen. Books that we want to give you. Uh, these books will show you your authority that you have as a believer as, and in him. And also your, your heavenly language. They can pray you. You see that QR code. You can scan that with your phone. It will take you directly to a video that will tell you how that you join a brand new family if you want to join this family we say welcome to the family and we thank god so now